Hello and welcome to the Mindful Chats podcast. I'm your host, Dara Torres, and on this podcast, I share my own personal stories and advice regarding mindset and mental health. I talk about what's benefited me over the years and my life, as well as talking to lots of wonderful people who want to share their own stories and talk about what has helped them on their journey. Thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Mindful Chats podcast. If you're new to this podcast, my name is Dara. I'm an Irish girl living in Scotland near Edinburgh and I gave up alcohol over four months ago after having a tricky relationship with alcohol. You can hear all about that on my podcast. There is an episode called Irish and Sober. It's near the bottom. It's I think it was maybe the second episode. So definitely check that out if you want to hear about my whole relationship with alcohol up to this point and why I decided to go sober. Today's episode is just a bit spontaneous because a few days ago I turned four months sober and I got a question on my Instagram uh, from a girl named Emma asking me what it was like going out sober because she didn't want to come across as being boring and this is a very real thing that I want to talk about today and I know I definitely felt that as well especially when I thought about going on big nights out where a lot of alcohol was involved and you know Previously, I would have been all over that. I would have been taking shots with people. You know, I would have loved the crack (laughs) and I would have been drinking loads and having loads of fun with loads of people and not being that person anymore is definitely an adjustment. But I think feeling like you're going to be boring Uh, because of that is is a whole different subject that I would quite like to get into. But today I want to talk about this topic. I want to talk about being the boring one whenever you give up alcohol because, you know, that is a kind of association with sobriety. You know, people say, oh, that's boring. I don't want to do that. And, you know, let's talk about that. I think this will be more difficult for people if all of their friends are massive drinkers and a lot of the things they do together are focused on alcohol. Because, you know, if you're so used to alcohol being around whenever you're with your friends it's hard to kind of associate them with anything else and I definitely have had friends like that in the past and as an adult um, I definitely did have friends like that as well I did have friends that you know no matter what we did or we went out or what event we went to we would get really drunk but um, I'm lucky in the sense that I did enjoy a lot of non-drinking activities as well I'm really into hiking I'm really into nature but I definitely felt like that was something that I did in my own time and a lot of my socializing did involve alcohol. So whenever I realised I wanted to give up drinking, that did make me a bit nervous, especially when it came to going to big events. My first sober event was a 65th birthday party and I remember being so nervous. Um, Me and my partner walked in and it was already in full swing. Everybody had been, you know, drinking already and it was really, you know, boom in your face straight away. And this was probably a lot harder for me because I made the birthday cake so I had to bring that in and you know people were trying to take photos of me with the cake and get me to say things on camera and stuff and you know for my first time going to an event sober and having people you know in my face with a camera and you know if I was drinking I'd probably be like ah why not go on let's record a video and blah 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 but I already just walked into the room it was very overstimulating straight away I had people you know that had a drink in them trying to take videos of me and stuff and you know that's totally harmless but it definitely for my first sober experience I was like whoa (laughs) 
this is this is a lot and normally in that sort of situation before I would have been like oh my god get me a drink as soon as I got into the bar so that I could ease into the night out but obviously I, I didn't do that so once that was over I went over and chatted to a few people there were a few times you know I was standing there like a plum <laughs> and uh, that that's just something that happens and, and I've realized that whether I'm drinking or not. But what I did notice was that after about 20 minutes or half an hour, I had completely eased in to being there and it surprised me. I think because in the past I'd always just grabbed a drink straight away to ease myself into the night out and I thought, well, that's that's what's made it easier. You know, it's eased the anxiety of being around loads of people and you know, a lot of conversation going on. But I realized I could do that without a drink in my hand as well. I had an alcohol-free Copperberg. Um, the strawberry and lime alcohol-free Copperbergs are absolutely beautiful, by the way. They taste the exact same. Um, that's something that I really enjoyed on, you know, a sunny day. And alcohol-free drinks aren't for everybody because sometimes they can trigger people to drink. But for me, I'm absolutely fine having an alcohol-free and that was a really good option for me to have. So I had that. I didn't feel like I was missing out at all. I had a few conversations, but on my first sober night out, I did leave actually an hour and a half because it was just about too much for me that night. And I was like, right, I want to be up early in the morning and I don't feel like I'm getting anything out of this night because everybody's already really drunk and I'm not really having conversations with a lot of people. You know, I did feel about about odd one out but I think I probably would have felt that way even when I was drunk anyway the drink just would have made me more prone to going and talking to random people and making drunk friends and you know stuff like that but obviously I, I didn't have the desire to do that without a drink in me so I went home and drove myself home me and my partner we had a nice wee hot chocolate when we got home we put on our jammies and we got up really early the next day and we went on this massive adventure the falls of Clyde in Scotland definitely recommend if you've never been there it's absolutely stunning and we got up so early it must have been six o'clock we got up and that's why we wanted to leave early that night as well because we had we had this intention of going out the next day and we went and spent the whole day hiking and walking around these gorgeous waterfalls. And I just remember thinking, thank God we're not hungover today. Because I remember, you know, there were so many nights that we would go out to, like, say we had a went to that party and we had a drink. We might have had the intention of doing that the next day, but we wouldn't have followed it through. And there were so many plans that, you know, didn't we didn't follow through with because we were hungover and that would always disappoint me and that was definitely a massive factor in me giving up alcohol because of all the plans that I didn't see through um, and that really annoyed me. So we actually did the thing we wanted to do and we had a fantastic day. Sober nights out have got a lot easier. I actually went to a Hindu sober recently which is something that I never ever thought that I would be able to do and this Hindu was good in the sense that there were a lot of activities and even though there was a lot of drink involved there was also plenty of no seco and mocktails which was absolutely great and there was lots of activities. It was really fun. I had really good chats with people and I even danced at the end of the night um, which is something I never thought that I could do sober and and, you know, I think just normal dancing can be a bit awkward for anybody, but it was Saturday night. So a dance routine is very, very easy because you can't really get that wrong unless you don't know the moves. So yeah, uh, the awkward dancer was up dancing and she was sober. So there you go. You don't have to have a drink in your hand <laughs> to have a good night. I had a brilliant day. It was a 
a full day thing. I was there from 12 till half 10. And then I got in my car, drove myself home, felt so delighted with myself that I managed to do it without a drink and had a fantastic time. And every conversation I had was real and genuine and just nice to catch up with people. And the next day I was able to get up early and you know, feel good about myself and spend the day with my partner and his son feeling fresh and revitalized and having had a really good night. So, you know, I didn't need drink to get through that and I felt so much better for it, which is something I never would have believed if he had told me a very long time ago. Sober nights out do get easier and you start to get this kind of childlike excitement after a while of like you know when you're younger and you're a kid and you're going to a birthday party and you just get really really excited as if you've eaten too many sweeties that's kind of what it feels like whenever you start to get genuine joy and excitement about you know socializing and it's fun and it's so much more genuine it's not you know brought on by the effects of alcohol it's genuine excitement and that's that's so fun and I love that. I definitely have noticed a decline in invitations tonight so I Um, where it comes to drinking and this can be quite difficult for some people and it can be completely different for other people but I think the the group that maybe me and my partner were hanging around they just kind of were like well they don't really drink anymore so they wouldn't be interested in coming to the pub which is totally fair enough but I realized that I still you know wanted connections in my life so what I actually did was I purposefully went out to find friends that you know we could do things together that didn't involve drinking and I rekindled a lot of you know friendships in my life that weren't necessarily over just friends I maybe hadn't spoken to in a long time or just making more of an effort to do non-drinking things with friends because I'm from Ireland and I moved to Scotland and recently I moved out to an area outside Edinburgh that I didn't really know anybody. I actually downloaded um, Bumble BFF (laughs) and I felt like a complete saddle doing this because I was like oh my god I'm like on a dating app but looking for friends but it's a really really good way to meet people um, that have similar interests to you especially if you've moved to a new place and you don't really know anybody and you're just looking for people that maybe have similar interests to you and I've met probably one of my best friends now we've we've ended up getting really close and I'm I'm very very grateful for that you know everything we do we go to the gym together we go walks together we go for coffee together and our friendship is real and genuine it wasn't just you know a drunken friendship that was kind of meaningless dare I say you know the friendship that I have is is genuine now and there is another girl that I've met through it as well that we are currently meeting up quite a lot and becoming good friends as well and that's you know that's great because I'm making better connections through sobriety with people that I actually have more in common with which is really positive. I think losing friends in sobriety is really really hard for some people but the way I see it now, if there are certain people in my life that do not really, you know, make the effort to talk to me anymore, then I have to question whether they were actually a true friend. Because if someone is only interested in my company, if it involves drinking, and we don't remember most of the conversations whenever we are drinking anyway, or they're just, you know, just like general chit chat that over time fades to just nonsense you know no matter how many friendships I formed on nights out how many drunken conversations I had with people I still felt like I was craving connection like I would still wake up and I didn't feel like oh I had such a good night socializing like all these great conversations like I always 
still felt like I was craving connection and I think that's because whenever I would connect with people when I was drunk it didn't feel as sincere because I could connect with pretty much anyone when I was drunk and be best friends with anyone and probably overshare to anyone (laughs) and um, at that time that felt good but you know a lot of the time whenever I was drinking and I would see friends that you know I was I, I knew and I was friendly with but maybe not super close with we would always be like oh we'll do this again like this is so good to see we'll do this again we definitely have to do this again I need to catch up with you but it would never actually happen it was drunken promises that weren't sincere to an extent and the difference now with my relationships is that when I tell someone that I want to meet up with them or I make plans with someone it comes from a place of sincerity and it comes from a genuine interest in that person wanting to get to know that person and actually you know caring about spending time with them so I think since quitting drinking my relationships have actually improved and I might have lost a few friends along the way that were more like drinking partners or drinking buddies but the friendships that I have made since going sober are so much more real and to me that that is a positive thing you know sometimes you need to let go of of certain people in your life and if you've got friends that that drink a lot and you're scared you know if you stop drinking they'll find you boring or they won't be interested in you anymore you know if they are your true friend they're not going to go anywhere they're going to be happy for you choosing sobriety they're going to be happy for you choosing something that makes you feel good and if they're not happy for you then I'm really sorry to say but that's you know that's not a very good thing to do it's not it's not a good friend if a good friend should want to see you succeed and they should want to see you being happy so that is definitely something to consider if you're if you want to give up alcohol and you're worried about losing friends you know you might lose some but you could make great great friends and your relationships I I could say could well get so much better with the people that really matter you know I'm a better partner I'm a better friend I'm a better daughter I'm reliable I I can be there when they need me I I don't skip on plans unless you know I really need to I am sincere whenever I say certain things you know I'm just so much more genuine and my connections are so much more real now so I am grateful for being born in sobriety because the things that I do now I genuinely want to do. I genuinely want to do that thing. I genuinely want to spend that time with that person and that is so much more rewarding and just good for your soul really (laughs) to do things that light you up and make you feel good instead of you know just going out and drunkenly socializing with people, making plans, not seeing them through, not even remembering what you said the next day perhaps if you have had one too many, Um, making best friends with random people and telling them things that I wouldn't tell somebody normally if I'd only known them for a night, you know. It's it's just, it's not genuine a lot of the time. And don't get me wrong, you know, when I've been with my friends, we've had some good chats, but that would maybe last an hour before, you know, we got drunk and then it would just turn to shit chat, you know, eventually. You do not need alcohol to have fun. It might help, sure, but maybe that's because you've relied on it for so long. You know, you can learn to have fun without alcohol and it does get easier over time. And if certain friends don't accept that, then 
you know, maybe have a chat with them and, and tell them how much sobriety actually means to you or how much cutting down your drinking means to you. And hopefully they'll understand if they're a good friend. But thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. I talk about sobriety a lot on my TikTok and Instagram. So definitely check me out over there if you want to hear more on sobriety. If you want to send me a wee message with any questions and I'll talk about it on the podcast, then go ahead. You can send me a message on either of those. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you in the next episode and bye for now. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast and you'd like to contact me in any way, you can find me in all the socials. I am on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, at Dara Therese. And yeah, if you want to get in contact with me about being on the podcast or you have any questions at all, feel free to contact me and thanks again for listening.